Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're drinking. I'm gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. What's up, everybody? Hello. I'm here with my good friend Jackie. <laughs> I'm here with my good friend Joe. Yeah, here we are, back again. This is our this is our second one now. So you're the after the flagship performance. Yeah, and that one was uh, that one was just going to be a test, and I ended up using it as the first episode, and I kind of clipped a little. I got to make the intro. Talks for a long time. Yeah, it was like it was probably and that kind of set the pace of how the talks were going to go. Like at least. An hour, an hour each round almost. It's like it can be like two hours because you don't really notice because you're just drinking, talking. You know, yeah. it's like that whole. So this is what we do for a living. Yeah, so I mean, it's this like, is easy. We're yeah. <laughs> what the fuck else are we gonna do? Well, I, I mean, I've been listening. You've had some really good ones, and I, th I think I've known almost everyone that you've had on. So far, everybody that's associated with the Rose has been on. Yes. And it's kind of started my clientele of getting. You know, people to just come and hang out and, and drink beer. And yeah. um, I'm trying to branch out a little bit of friends of friends too who want to be on and just plug whatever they want to plug. You know, I don't care. It's just you know anything that they can do to just come have fun and drink beer and and, and get out there. Well, there is awesome. A, there's definitely a lot of beer news right now with all these craft breweries getting acquired like wicked weed and um a few other things going on right now a lot of interesting social media stuff with jester king and rare barrel making really interesting like powerfully worded posts like slamming these breweries that get acquired by ab inbev anheuser-busch like yeah. oof uh that's why i wanted to bring two alvarado street breweries beers today because oh, nice. they're they're representing the exact opposite of of all that other stuff I just described. Yes. Uh yeah, that Alvarado Street has some really awesome fucking beers and Ale has them on. What do, you, do we have two on? Um at two the or three or usually the yes, but they they don't last so long. So yeah, every like fast. when we we'll, when we get them in, we'll put on all four and they'll be gone in a day. And yeah. what I managed to save, what I'm going to open right now, because I just I want it so badly, is Riot Punch, which literally tastes like it's been hopped with Jolly Ranchers. It is like the candy, juicy, like unbelievable pineapple guava double IPA. And we got this in, uh, Did you, I don't know if you worked that day, but... Mm, I don't think so. Uh, we got, I think, 10 cases gone in 15 minutes. Shit. Like a line out the door. Damn. Why were these nice sharks cups? Cheers. Are, I know. Cheers. These are like your uh, your uh, your tailgating cups, I'm huh? Still not ready. I know. It's a sad day. It's, I still have a lot of sharks related heavy drinking to do. Yes, definitely. I did the first night when I lost. I had to do some heavy drinking during. I just this now thing... now that we've talked about hockey, I feel like I'm at a funeral. <laughs> this thing even picks up the birds. You hear like you'll hear so you'll hear every sound now like. They'll, it might be Mexican radio for you know a split second. Somebody <laughs> will drive by with with some music blasting, and you'll be like, "Oh shit!" It feels like we're in Tijuana. This was my dad's microphone, which is cool. Uh, I, I'm. This is the first time that it's been used, as far as I know, 
Because yeah. he bought this when he was sick and he wasn't playing. So I oh, literally damn. think that it's been in a box in Palo Alto for years until... Jeez. I mean, this is perfect, and it's like yeah, pretty, this thing and is. it's blue, and it I know, uh, right? I didn't even... matches the, your room here. <laughs> it matches every my aura. This is what I have going on. I, ha- I wanted to make in this weird, like, setting, like the sunset kind of weird feel to it. But it, I mean, I feel like it has like it's the colors. Purple and at, blue. When it's at nighttime, it's cool because I have this little orange light that kind of comes up. We could do the galaxy projector. And all I that have that shit. one. I. I, I blow smoke into the beams of light yeah. so you can see them because I am 12. <laughs> hey, it uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. I mean, it, that's what's the best thing of getting high and blowing smoke and just staring up at the galaxy, you know, as it's as it's going. But this is a... This Bright is a fucking... peach and stone fruit. That's a better description. Um, Vermont ale yeast with 100% citra. That is the only hop in here, and it is so good. This is balanced, like... Nobody's business. I know. This is really awesome. This is why and what's I get the percentage so, on that? It's eight five. Oh, dude. And it doesn't taste it. it you is can get so fucked good. on these. And I have a bug in my beer, and I don't even care. Oh shit! Already? I don't <laughs> even care. Damn, we're not even outside. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It doesn't even matter. But these beers, they just they they do a short brew cycle. They do a small batch, and they sell it all at once. And there's never any leftover beers. The way like. You'll go to Safeway and you'll see a bottled IPA that's been sitting in that shelf for nine months or something insane like that. Is that, this is this brewery in, in uh, SF? No, they're in Monterey. Oh, they're in Monterey, and okay. They have a tap room in Salinas, but um, they were around for a while, but they were never able to make enough beer for distribution, and they opened a distribution facility, so they were able to start making sending four packs up to the bay and all these people on the peninsula started getting access to Alvarado Street brewery beers and they were like oh my god this is so good and it kind of created its own mini like cult following the way Pliny has like devote followers it's uh yeah. every, every it doesn't matter what they do stout sour IPA pilsner whatever it is it's typically the most excellent version of whatever that is that I'm having at any given moment they're it's a close race between Fieldwork, Cellar Maker, and Alvarado Street for me right now. Yeah, no, th- those are those are three top-notch. Uh, I think I was saying this probably at one point to somebody, even if it was on the podcast, of like, I almost associate, you know, beer with music, or just in, in general, like with bands and like up-and-coming, like breweries or up-and-coming bands, like, this is the one to have now, because it's like, you know sooner or later or they might get a little too popular and it might you know fuck up the scene and then it won't be a regular you won't have yeah. a regular tap on it anymore yeah, yeah exactly and that and that kind of is a shame for but once shit goes mainstream right i mean i Quali- feel well when shit goes mainstream like when the quality goes down the quality goes down and the like it just it turns into just another packaged thing in an aisle instead of what it's supposed to be like like you can't get you, you might not be able to get your favorite fruit all year long because it comes into season and like beer should be the same way. It's seasonal and fresh and it should be thought of as a food product. And yes. you know, we, we become desensitized I think by Safeway where you can go in any time of the year and get fresh tomatoes or avocados flown in from somewhere or this, that and the other. 
and we feel that way about beer now and it shouldn't be that way it's yeah. it's, it's not that way it, it, it's just as labor intensive and and important oh, yeah. than the food that you're yeah it takes eating. it takes a while to make some beer and i feel like it should be just as recognized and cared for as like you said like fresh produce and that kind of stuff like like you said you kind of like become uh, like a beer snob of not drinking anything that's not really that fresh. I'm like, if it's two weeks, if it's been two weeks, it's not fresh enough for me because I, I just, I'm insane. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's, but that's. I'll drink it begrudgingly and I'll that, let everyone know that I'm not happy. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of world, I guess, and bubble maybe that we live in, that we're privileged enough to be able to do that, those kind of things. True. Um, which is, I mean, to me, it's fucking fantastic. I mean. I can't say anything that, you know, would make, would want me to take myself out of the equation of that, you know, of, of not being able to, to participate in that kind of, in that kind of environment. The other thing from Alvarado that I brought is, let's see, oh, it's not that long ago. This was canned on the 12th of April. Okay, Which so yeah, I mean, still, that's, that's it's like two, three, uh, like pushing three weeks. three weeks. It's like, we're looking at three weeks here, but, and it's still going to be fantastic. Oh but yeah, it's going to be great. It's real. like, the these beers are just so incredibly well hopped and well balanced that yeah. if they get a little bit old, the flavor's not going to drop out. No. Not for a while. No, I mean, I'll sit on some for, like I said, I'll, I haven't stocked too much, but I've been keeping the beer fridge now so now i'm like just starting to be like all right i'm gonna get more stock in like obscure stuff that i haven't had like in but i don't cellar maker doesn't doesn't can or bottle do they yet? they when they do it's extremely rare and they'll have like a line out the door i think yesterday they did dank williams bottles okay they they do like big press for it on their instagram and they like you know it's usually it, once a month maybe once every two months they'll do their dobis or juice gymnastics or they'll collab with someone but cellar maker is one of the smallest facilities and it's one of the only ones that's been around for as long as it has without expanding so if you if you look at what's what where their space is in soma what they're paying like they they literally can't afford to put any more money into that facility because it's so astronomically high in rent and in square footage that yeah. it's useless <clears throat> like they're not going to make any more money Right. Like, the only way to do it is to, like, either go over to, like, Oakland or somewhere else, like, to get a big warehouse space the way Fieldwork did. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's the problem with... And that's why we're not getting as much. A like, lot of breweries, just in general, and some people, and I was saying that uh, a lot of people are, like, up and coming. It kind of goes from being a home brewer to... Um, linking in with another brewery to help brew your beer for distribution and then getting your own facility and getting your own facility is really expensive yeah and it's just not possible for, when, for good i mean not the good beers but i mean you have to start making a name for yourself i think people don't realize like how small cellar maker really is it's like tiny. it is tiny it's very tiny i mean i thought i thought it was going to be you know, you ever been to... Uh, I don't even know how many tanks they have, but it's not a lot. All these no. other breweries that we're talking about are, like, probably safe to say four times as big space-wise, at least. Have you been to, um... You, you've been to San Diego, right? So, yes. 
Okay, did you go to the Modern Times one? Yes. So I thought that was pretty that big. That is awesome. And right? that's a huge, giant warehouse kind of out in the middle of nowhere. This is the way yeah, craft that, beer works. They, they that's kind of what I thought it was going to be. I thought I almost associated uh, Modern Times, like this, the, the scene, with uh, Cellar Maker. But, uh, but when we went to Cellar Maker, I was like, ooh. I mean, it's kind of got a similar vibe, but just nothing is like... It's not, it wasn't big at all. It was super tiny. And like Modern Times is kind of in the, it's not in the middle of nowhere, but it's off the beaten path. It's definitely not in the smack dab in the middle of like a busy neighborhood. And this is the way you make money in this industry. So you have a, you're able to go somewhere off the beaten path where you can afford a place big enough to be able to churn out enough product to make money. And what, like, what we've learned over the years is that people are willing to go anywhere if the product is good. It doesn't, yes. like, what, uh, at Alpha Acid, they're kind of off, they're on the way home for a lot of people, but they're still on Industrial Road. And that's like, something I still, I still during, ha- during tra- haven't been there yet During either. traffic, that's not a fun place to go, but people right. would rather go there to fill their growler at the end of the totally. day than stop off at a liquor store to get some random six-pack. Yes, I and would if I... I that culture is becoming a much bigger part of the way people acquire their beer, which is changing the game. And like that's why this huge conversation with, or rather this kind of war of words between, you know, like Miller Coors, AB and Bev, and like all these craft producers, like this war of words that we have on social media, the thing that Rare Barrel posted today is searing. I suggest anyone interested in this, check out their Instagram. I, Instagram for uh, Bear Barrel? Rare Barrel. Bear, I want to read a small clip of it because yeah, Rick, Wicked Weed and Rare Barrel have collabed on beers before. Okay. And they posted a photo of that collab beer on the floor, empty, like porn, poured out. Poured out. And oh. they go, over the years, we've become good friends with the Wicked Weed crew. We've grown to really respect the people and their beers. We've shared many beers together, made beer together, and are in the process of making another beer together. We've shared really good times over the last couple years. Yesterday, Wicked Weed announced they were selling their brewery to the mega brewery AB InBev, Budweiser, Shock Top. Here at Rare Barrel, we've made a decision not to serve, collaborate with, or affiliate with AB InBev because our values do not align with theirs. In order to stay true to our values, we're pulling out of the second part of our collaboration. We will not attend their festivals. We will not be able to serve their beer in our tasting room anymore. While our values diverge and we part ways, we wish the best for the people at Wicked Weed. Wow, I can't believe they've already sold out. That that wasn't out of nowhere. They weren't even that big. Nope. They're like a small company. Well, this is why... Because Wicked Weed is is in North Carolina, right? So they want... Yes, they want... I think it's... It's in Nashville. It's over over there somewhere. It's, I think it's, it's not, in Asheville, North Carolina, but that's like a beer capital. But and they're on the scene. They're fair. They're still babies. They're still brand new. And this is why, like they like this is yeah, this that, that, fake that. craft marketing that Anheuser Busch is pushing. They want to acquire yes. these these names. Like Wicked Weed is gonna like catch your attention in the aisle, but it's 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 just shoving now, branding down in their throat. They don't care yes. about the product. They no, don't care about that. the people. No, fuck that. Because that's, I mean, like I said, I, like I associate things with bands and or people, you know, that, or artists, you know, or even actors that hold on to their craft and don't sell out to a major thing just because it's, uh, uh, you know, a more money maker or like, oh, we've sold out to Anheuser-Busch, so now 
our distribution is going to get really large. Lagunitas is, sold the rest of their company to Heineken yesterday yep, too. And I knew, and I that's knew why that's why I don't even support Lagunitas too much anymore. I just like it went from great quality to now I don't I don't care about it. And then Jester King has issued like an even longer statement saying it's no secret that Wicked Weed has been one of our closest friends in the beer industry. We'll always be friends, blah, 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 and then they always go back with the, with that said, we have core principles that define who we are as a brewery, and those principles must not be compromised. This is such a serious part of this industry, and this is is something that is being taken, commodified, reduced down. When you see someone do that to your art, to your craft, to your passion, you're going to get riled up, and it's, it's, you know, it's true in art, it's true in beer, it's true in music. Yeah, it's true, it's true in in, in almost anything, any any way that you live your life that you feel that something has been watered down, or you sold out to a major, and then that company fucking fucks you over because all they care about is revenue, and they are not looking out for your quality, they don't look out for your art, nothing, like, you know, nothing that they, they... they hold dearly. Do they give a fuck about you? It's none of that. They don't. It's pure. If it's pure evil, this is like it, stu- is. it is May the Fourth. So this is literally and the em- like this is the evil empire. This is yes. This is Vader and the InBev, like Death Star coming to like neutralize passion. Well, I, well, I feel like so. I feel like we must resist. We well, I feel like yes, as well, and and then. I think I've I've held on to some roots for a, a very long time of selling out, and people always ask me, you know, would you sell out? And I'm like, well, how much you got? But it's a little gutter mouth. Uh, but it's the same sense of it never. It's never it's never about the money, and that and people don't understand that. It's like, you know, they're they're gonna go somewhere with it, and being like, well. I got a lot of money for this, and but it's about the quality, it's about the respect for human, and I feel like that has been the fight for humanity, just in general, forever, of like, that evil, like, come to the dark side, you know, like you're saying, like, come... Take the easy way yeah, out. Yeah, take the easy the, way it's out. A, it's the taps here's your, into... Here's your check now, boom. And taps like, into the notion that greed is a sin, no yeah, matter how religious you are no. or aren't. There's always a little bit of that kind of bubbling under the surface in the way that we view each other and like when we have decisions like that to make. Yeah. But then again, I don't want to demonize aging owners with aging infrastructure in place like like Ballast Point. They've been around for twenty years. Yeah. And like they were just they're done. Like they're they're like they're not like those own like they don't want to do that life anymore. But they don't want their they I, you know it's it's a tough thing to talk about because. I, I don't want to make anyone feel like you know they they are evil because they've like sold out. But a lot of people think that too. Um, yeah, a lot of people have... see it as black and white. And those if you do this, then you know there's no there's n- there's no nothing. It's that's what it is, and it's a much more complicated situation than that. Like if I was fifty years old, sixty years old, and I had opened a successful brewery, and it's been like I'm like ready to retire, then like in this industry, there's no. Like high, like right. you know, there's there's yeah. no like there's no one that's gonna come in and give you like a sweeping benefits package like right. You're not you're not you're not re- there's no, yeah there's no there's no retirement package of here you go thanks for your your time at the brewery like you're amazing like what I'm hoping for is what I've always wanted to see in this area is there are guilds of brewers and like the uh, like brewmasters association and there's a lot of good places where these voices of t- dissent 
for what's going on can really be heard and taken seriously. But what needs to happen is kind of like, it's like when you get like a record company or like the first hip hop record company or like a label yeah. where these people can finally go to be themselves. Well, we now need they that. Have a voice. We need that for craft beer yeah. where they won't get like well, completely mean, raped by so, AB InBev and have their product be just treated like shit. And when so when they require, acquired Ten Barrel and like was it Elasian Elijah last year? During the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they ran ads shitting on all of their beer the day after they acquired them. Ugh. They said, "We don't need your pumpkin peach porter," and they make a beer like that. And it sounds weird on paper when you say it, like insultingly, but it's a fantastic Insulting yourself, beer. Like, yeah, fuck you. And like. It, like they basically acquired them and just massively flipped them off on a national level through Jeez. commercials rallying against craft beer like all those Budweiser commercials like that's the same like all those Budweiser commercials shitting on craft beer that's the same company acquiring craft breweries because they're afraid of the rupture in the market because it's slowly taken a like a noticeable shift away from their conglomeracy they're not growing anymore the only way to grow is to buy these competitive breweries and market them and water them down it is bullshit yeah, that's that's just uh, that's just bad business. That's just not the way to go, and that's just I don't understand people's mentality when it comes to that. It's perfect that we're drinking a beer called Riot Punch right yeah, now because we're in the we're, we're in the like, scene. God damn it! I mean, it's the same as it's the same to me as um, that, uh, like so Rise Against that band or Anti Flag and those bands. They both think of those names, right? Rise Against. Like, that already instills, um, like, the anti-flag. rebellious spirit. Yeah. They've signed to major labels. Oh, that's right. Good they point. have been signed years ago to some major labels, whether they... And and I think one of the bands, I'm not sure exactly which one was, but they said they would... It, they, they just wanted to have their voice heard, their distribution, basically, be available to more people. And it wasn't it's that... It's hard to hate on that. It is. And that, when you say it like that. And, and it was like... And, I, and I, want, I still sort of support them, but in a sense that I, I... Sometimes I don't. Because I'm like, you basically just did what you don't want to do. You just sold out to, to the enemy. And maybe... maybe the, that label is the enemy. Maybe, may, maybe just mainstream or major. That those words are the enemy, right? Because if if you have maybe somebody like me or you that are maybe wealthy and we have enough distribution to put that out there, we're not the enemy. It's just the, it's been labeled major or you know that kind of thing. Having said that, I do think their sound quality has gone down. You know what I mean? To me, it's, it's exactly what happens. They didn't have the fire. Like, the fire is to keep the fight going because your struggle—that struggle—is real. Now okay. you're not struggling so much, and it's, it's hard to preach and fucking go anti-flag when you motherfuckers have millions of dollars now. Yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you're fuck fighting you. to have your voice heard versus when you feel like you are you are now commanding everyone's attention well, in the room. You, it, I, it's well, it's like I feel like now we're not standing together. Now you're standing on the other side of the bar, or now or, you're standing um, on the podium and yeah, talking podium. at us instead of screaming instead of with us, us with a yeah. megaphone from the crowd. You yeah. know, it's like it's kind of that vibe, and and that's 
that is, I think, the problem that people just don't see as the person who wants the attention, who's like shouting in those bands or, you know, those labels or those breweries or those people who want to sell out. They just don't, their their minds just don't go that way and they nope. just don't see it. Nope, they don't. Yeah, so it's it's definitely a shame on a, that level of, of selling out and I hope that the good ones will stand strong and keep uh what do I want to say? Keep keep fucking underground network the, good the way it should fucking be. And the, the, the thing is, those, every like 10 years or so, there's an evolution of the way that, of the way that these underground voices, connections, bands, you know, people on the scene that are word of mouth, kind of like in the same way some of these beers are. Like, you can't get this beer in, outside of California. No, you're like, not known. Like, absolutely not, you know? And like, unless I it's like a myth. New, unless I smuggle it to New Jersey. This is a myth in New York City. This yeah. is like, this is, you know, the evolution it's how of these used to networks be. Like, now you can is always get that changing. Sometimes. Like, can you imagine if we had Instagram, like, when we were kids? Ooh. And like, you know, so Holy what? Shit. And then yeah. in 10 years from now, what? what's the next, like, form of connection going to be? How... There's going to always be some new network or new place yes. or new or, or virtual or not where there's going to be something exciting happening that's the new thing. And it, it might be a new version of something classic, but that's fine. And that's okay. Yeah, I was saying that about... Beer, beer is the same way. Well, I was saying that about recipes uh, in my last podcast with Chris. I was saying about um, flavors and tastings and how if you have a double IPA and another double IPA, another double IPA, another double IPA, and you just kind of drink them. And now we've associated our brains just with brands of that's this, that's that. But what if you do have, because there's copycats, and you have a band or a beer that is very similar, and you're tasting them both, and they're almost identical, but this one is the real deal, this one is not, but it's good. So you got a lot of copycats. It's like, hmm... That's why I love blind taste tests. Yeah. I love them so much. Harry's Hofbrau had a really interesting, I think it was a, a double IPA. The whole menu was, it was just one through 10 or like one through 15. And you ordered, and then you ordered whichever one or all of them. And then you just cast your vote with number whatever for which one was the best. Yeah. And an Alvarado Street Brewery beat out Pliny. It was Boom, yeah, fucking Pl- yeah. awesome. And like when yeah. you, rem- when you remove all of the names from what it is like yeah there's some people that are diehard enough or that are like just that familiar with certain brands where even if they're placed with something similar they'll be able to tell but that is a vast minority yeah. most people when you take away what well, the name of the thing the is you gotta like, be in the scene i do that at because well, now, since we, we did not work together on our first part, podcast. No, now, now, now we're we working together. We are bartending together. in the same bar. So yeah, have, and even together sometimes, which even, is to, awesome. even like last night. Yeah, last night. Son of a bitch. That guy fell. <laughs> but you know that sometimes you'll get a patron who just doesn't know what they want. And if, you've, if you're in a good enough mood and you talk to them and get some form of adjective out of them yeah. describing what they want, sometimes I'll just go... And I'll pour off an ounce of something and I'll just place it in front of them and be like, just taste it. I'm not yep. going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Sounds like something you might like. And then you either get the look of complete disgust on their face because you got it so wrong. Or you'll get that 
that you know I've just seen the light. Oh my God, holy! Well, then they grail, keep coming back. Fantastic. Yeah, they keep coming back for you. They're like, that's my recommend f- me something else because that was that's really my good. favorite part of the yeah. job. And every now, like every now and then, you'll get someone very honest with the fact that they don't know what they want or what this is and they won't they won't be a jerk about it like I don't know what this is like yeah. uh, can you just tell give me a beer some something I'm like there's always those guys yeah, yeah. so yeah. people that get frustrated with the fact that they don't know and then there's people that are like very sweet about it like I we have an IPA list that's very extensive and we list yeah. all of the hops What's so, that's kind of what I like about the menu that, that we have is that's important very for detailed. Us. it's very detailed it's and not, we don't write like blurbs. No, no, you know? no. It's yeah. not like this beer has an aromatic, um, like hazelnut, t- uh, yeah. whatever. We, we don't, we're not writing no, no, no. like a fluffy description. Like this is a hardcore, yeah. like, this is like what, scientific what, description yeah. of what, what is hops in this are in beer. there exactly. And then what it's brewed with. And, and so you'll yeah. see, you'll see, it'll say riot punch by Alvarado street, 100% citra. Or then it'll say Fieldwork Ascender, Amarillo, and this. Yeah. And I had a guy come in and he goes, so I see under the IPA list you have these beers and then there are all these words. Is that supposed to tell me something? And he gave me this grin and he was referring to the hops as these <laughs> words that he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. And, they... and he was like uh, trying to be humorous Do you about... Do beer, bro? <laughs> exactly. But he was being humorous about of the course, fact yeah. that he has no idea... As to what our menu means, but he, in, in also in that fact, asking for help in a very sincere way that is, you know, he's not trying to like act yeah, like, for sure. oh, I'm going to confront this thing I don't know with anger, which is what a lot of Americans yeah. tend to do with things they don't understand. Yeah, they get I don't mad. understand it, so I'm going to get angry at it. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Just give me something. I don't care what it is. The thing I like, though, is when you get people you like that, you can train them. And you're like, all right, we're gonna, I'm just going to give you three tastes. And yeah. And if to the one you like the best, I'm gonna tell you to remember those words because that means those are hops that you like. Yeah. So if you see those yes. words again somewhere, yes. then you know that you're probably gonna like that beer, that or is, it's gonna be worth a shot. Yeah, that that's words of wisdom, especially if you get the description and you're like, I like mosaic hops yes. or I like amarillo hops. I like the galaxy hop that everybody's you know bare bottles killing it right now with that shit. Oh my god! And yes. There's some there's some good you know, actually we don't have to do it on the podcast, but I want you to just taste the session that me and my friend Oh, did you guys brew? Made. Yeah. Yes. It's a homebrew, but I have bottles, so I just want it's a session IPA. I'm working on a brew. So we don't have to do it on the podcast, but we can No, we need to taste that for sure. Yeah. I've been I haven't been homebrewing like at all. Uh, I'm working on a beer at Alpha Acid though, like kind of off the <laughs> off the books. Alright, yeah, that's but, cool. Hey, fuck it, that's awesome. And it's funny because I've I've never liked Blondales, but I want to make a Blondale that I like. I want to make a Blondale dry hopped with um, lemon drop and Czech Saws, which is a classic Ooh, yeah. German like Pilsner. Yeah. Uh, Pilsner hop. Yep. And it'll like. It's all it's all Rick and Morty. Like there's one episode where Summer gets stuck in the ship, and she like Rick just to- tells the ship to keep Summer safe, and like crazy things keep escalating, and every time something happens, the ship goes keep Summer safe. So I want to brew a blonde ale, and I want to name it Keep Summer Safe, and I want to have lemon dry yeah. hopped with lemon. Oh, that's cool. That's lemon drop one. and check saws, and yeah. it's gonna be a totally goofy inside nice, joke. Nice, very summery, fucking. Uh, and I want like four percent. Like yeah. super full bodied, 
just Ooh, flavor bomb, yeah. but like I want to do like triple the amount of hops. Like it's gonna be a hoppy blonde. That's cool. Just who doesn't like a hoppy blonde? <laughs> Man, I love. Speaking them. of blondes, um, do you have a beer? I don't have a beer, so we need another beer. Uh, what are we moving would, to next? I would like to open that Jester King since we're talking about badass breweries cool. rebelling right. against the establishment. Hopefully, it's cold enough. I think it should be fine. Yeah. That should. Yeah, this will be good. It shouldn't be all the way chilled. This is a really special beer. I brought this back from Austin in January. Oh, okay. It's called Phantom Del Rey. This is a farmhouse ale brewed with truffle honey, coriander, and black peppercorns. It should be very funky and very light and frothy. Almost champagne-y in flavor. Ooh, that's fun. Or rather in texture. In, in a texture? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, and it's it's a good warm weather beer. Nice. And it's got the best bottle cap. It's like this crazy guy with like eyeballs bo- like just bulging out of his skull. Yeah, I got to take pictures uh, so we'll keep them around. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, it's for the uh, Instagram and all that other stuff. I've been getting actually some decent uh, some breweries uh, actually liking it and uh giving it back to me like the one uh beer people are yeah. all about the social media i mean yeah, every day every cool. day that i'm at the bar i'm doing something for shameless promotion ale arsenal sc is the yeah, instagram i think, at I think, ale arsenal I think SC. the one was the one that uh cheers me on that one i think it was bear bottle probably there if you bear tag a brewery in something i always they do. will find you back or they will do something every time i post something i get a couple oh no it was uh new glory ah new glory yeah. in sacramento they make i should have cool. i have one of their, their beer was great i, I made, one of I made fun bro- of the name but that's all i have one of their berliner vices in my fridge i should have brought it no it's great we just had the uh the uba stank oh nice the uba dank oh, did they make really yeah good it was sours. a really good fucking beer Oh I made fun God. of the name because Hoobastank, you know, that fucking shitty band, but whatever. Are you, I forget, what, how do you feel about Sours? I love Sours now. Yeah? Uh, ever since I had the... Oh, what was the one that changed The one that it? just changed my life was... There's the, always one. ...was the brewery, <gasps> but it was the Frederick H. Some... If the I, Frederick H. I forget that we're uh, talking to people out there in the multiverse. The brewery is the name of a brewery. A brewery, yeah. And a yeah, lot yeah. of people, when, when they yeah. when they hear people talking about the brewery, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, it's spelled even different. But it's so, spelled yeah. B-R-U-E-R-Y, yes. the brewery. <laughs> yeah, the, the brewery. And this is in uh, San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. Plus a jaw. But, they, but they're known for the... The kings of sours, yes. you know, in- and they they said that they their other thing that they because they're from like the land of IPAs, they will never make an IPA. They never have, and they never will. This the kind of closest cool. they ever came was the Humulus Lager, which is a rice lager, huh. dry hopped with a ton of hops, and it was so good. I gotta get a. We bo- need a proper bottle opener. Yeah, we need a proper we? bottle opener. My I, keys. I usually have my keys on me, me but they're in the. I can't use my teeth. No, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pause or just run out if you want to keep talking for a second. I mean, I'll talk about the beer. Yeah. This is a really special so beer. What did like say what brewery it's from? Whatever, yeah. You know. So I'll, I'll be like Joe's two gonna, seconds. Joe's gonna go get a proper bottle opener since this beer has a cork because it oh, is. Oh, we need a cork too. Yes, so yeah. we, it's both. Okay. Um, this beer is very highly pressurized. There's a uh, wild yeast in it, but um. This is from a really cool brewery outside of Austin, 
in the middle of nowhere, really. You got to go up a dirt road to find it. Um, Jester King, they have some of the coolest bottle art on the planet, and they have some of my, they make some of my favorite sours around. Um, Phantom Del Rey. This should be a very interesting, (laughs) (laughs) very interesting one with um, not, there's no fruit in it, except it's going to be, it's going to be herbaceous. And it's going to be kind of a bitch to open. Hopefully it doesn't explode because it did fly here from Austin. But All right, I think it should be fine. Yeah. You want to do the honors? Yes. Yeah, you do it. All right. It should be awesome. I'll take you yeah, out. Like I said, I'll take pictures. I'll keep the, the cap for the picture and uh, I'll do some, some tagging. I've been wanting to open this for so long. What? That was when you got tattooed, right? You yeah. Got, uh, the, uh... I got a portrait of motherfucking Dale Gribble <laughs> on my leg <laughs> in Texas, which is appropriate, yeah. I think. That's very appropriate. A little of fucking... Ooh, that sounded awesome. A little pouring out from my homies. Oh, it smells much more tart than I thought it was going to be. This pleases me, and it's gorgeous. I thought oh, this was nice going to be... Yeah. Very blonde, but it is no, an no, unfiltered, yeah. dark-looking, amber-colored farmhouse ale. Yeah. Truffle honey, coriander, and black peppercorns. Ooh, that smells great. This should be, a, like, a good summer treat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. It's so light. It doesn't taste... Um, oh, it's delicious. It's so funny. This yeah. is This is... Phantom Del Rey is the perfect name for this beer. It is... Deceptive. It does not What's the, taste the way is it, it low? looks. It's got to be probably low, right? It's no, it's probably randomly. Oh no, it's actually actually yeah, it's, randomly high. It's randomly high, probably. I dig it. I didn't even Damn. check. I just eight, assumed eight. this was gonna be like four percent, but no, this nope, beer is almost nine percent. Oh, what's delicious? Eight oh eight for goodness. that. This oh, is dangerous. A sour that's dangerous. Nice. Phantom Del Rey was first brewed together with legendary Belgian brewer Danny Prignon inside the fabled walls of Brasserie Phantom in Soy, Belgium in 2014 from recipe that Danny and Jester King head brewer Garrett uh, Crowell had developed together. Oh, man, this is so good. Unique mix of the brewer's yeast, native yeast, and souring bacteria give this beer its flavor. It's 100% bottle conditioned. Oh, man. And they, they make... Probably some of the best beers on the smallest scale that I've ever witnessed in my life. Their whole facility I've is, never been to Austin, so I, it's one of the places I have to go. They do all of their bottling and labeling by hand. They have really? one guy on retainer that's like the artist that does their labels. Mm-hmm. And then they only have four brewers making all of this beer in this giant facility. And they do all their stickers, their bottling, all of it by hand. Damn. It's fucking badass. That's the real, that's the real American motherfucking way. Could be hipster, but that's okay. That's I think everything is coming back the way it should be, is in like hand, craft, hard work. Like that's, I mean, I mean, I, I, that was something that's been lost for a little while. I don't know if it's like massive globalization that has made people realize how far away things have to go to get to us when when we decide that we don't need to care about how our things are produced, albeit food or clothes or whatever, because yeah. you can open your sink, you can open the faucet, and there's going to be water that won't kill you. Yes. You can go down to the street and get food that won't kill you for cheap. So, you know, you don't have to go spend your days... Fight, find, finding the things that you need to survive anymore and like 
that is good, but it's also, like, kind of turned our brains into, like, you know, we're, like, addicted to this uh, ease of, of life yes. that we have now. Can you imagine how much people would flail when they were, if they were encountered with any sort of real emergency or tragedy? Oh, I mean... Well, I mean, we see it all the time, yeah, but I yeah. think I'm just talking about in our little isolated bubble here oh, no, in the yeah, area. Totally. Oh, yeah, totally. Because shit happens here. I mean, we get earthquakes. I mean, I just came from yeah, the a CVS. Yeah. I tried to get my allergy medication today before coming over to your house, Joe. Mm-hmm. And in my CVS and, in, in my San home, Carlos. Joe's home studios. Yes. I need a the, name for the, the studio, but it's do. A, my it home needs, studio. It needs a name for sure. But yeah. I tried to go into my CVS and like probably every single cop in San Carlos had blocked off the entire block and all their guns were drawn pointed at the CVS and I just rolled my window down and I talked to an officer it's like hey uh so you can't go into the CVS right and he goes no you should probably get out of here and I did a loop around the block and they had all of the like alleys covered and they had like there was like cops rushing in through the service entrance of the CVS I'm like what is going on this is some wild west shit right there in like in like in like Whitesville in suburbia of San Carlos this is like a few blocks away from our bar yeah, this, yeah, it's right there. And this is one block away from my place. This is, this, I, I'm, I, 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 I can't wait to find. Meds. Yeah, I gotta find out the story. I, I somehow Some, we have to get that local. Someone news. lost it. If you it. find it first before I do, send it to me. Someone must have fucking like yeah. lost their mind. Who who's gonna rob CVS? C- CVS, like if cops so, got drawn at a CVS, you're like, it was either mental or, because why would you rob a CVS in the middle of the day, even the morning? The morning is a terrible time to rob something. Yeah, I wonder... This has got to be some, like, crazy cops fucking mental... Yeah, this is... This is... This is... There's some... There's some story here that's probably really long and sad. It's gonna... Yeah, it's gonna come out bad, but it's... Hopefully nobody got shot. And... Yeah. I I don't know. Um, Let's do a trivia question for fun. Okay. Yeah. I got three just for, yeah. for shits and giggles when we're, you know. No breaking news in San Carlos. Nope, nothing yet. All right. Like I said, I got the police scanner. Oh my God. Is it a Star up. Wars question since it's May the 4th? No, it's not a Star Wars question. That's okay. Oh, sad fact. May 4th is always terrible for me. Why? My mom died. Oh, I'm so sorry. But thank you. I had no idea. Uh, but yeah, so. But it's always the May the 4th be with you, which is kind of cool because it's like a little. It's a positive yeah, affirmation. Yeah, it's a positive name, but uh, yeah. That was, I think, 13 years ago. It's better than, you know, 9-11. Yeah. It's on that where, yeah. Anything's better, anything's better than any <laughs> amount of people dying. But, no, my but dad, that's a good quote for the May the 4th be with you. My dad was June 28th, and I don't think any major tragedies besides my dad dying happened on that day. I mean, that's a positive for yeah. you. Yeah, no on one has to say anything extra no. that day. No, May, and I, I, like I said, I have allergies, and you have allergies and all that shit. Yeah. April and May, my worst months of the year. I yep. fucking hate them. Me too. And, and it's with nice my, out, but I'm and, miserable. Yeah, and with my mom passing on, on a May, like, fucking hate that month. It's just, when May is over, I'm good. Yeah. Because then it comes my birthday month, and then I'm fine. And I'm, like, being reborn again into the fucking world of, like, Let's do some shit. Yeah. Smoke some weed and go to fucking Panther Beach and fucking light a fire and cook some sausages or some shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do, let's do a fucking a random question here. Just for fun. Uh, all right. Which beer has been nicknamed Dog? And I'll give you three questions or three answers. So you can Brewery or beer? Beer. 
D-O-G? Yeah, D-O-G, dog. So which beer has been nicknamed dog? I don't know, something gross like 90 Minute? Probably, but no. But um, we'll see, ready? So A, Newcastle Brown. B, Bass Ale. Or C, Dogfish Head 90 Minute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... I've ne- I don't like any of those beers. I I've made uh, really good pizza crust when I put Newcastle beer in the dough. Really? Yeah. So that that's what I use Newcastle for. Shit. Um, what was nice. this, what was the other one? Uh, bass. Bass is actually buttery. It's very buttery to me. Well, uh, I have a cat named Butters, but that doesn't make me want to call it dog. No, no. But it was. I mean, I mean, it's got to be Dogfish Head, right? I mean. It's not. It's not. No. Oh shit. Um, that sounds like an English thing to do, so how about Newcastle? Yeah, that's yeah. Newcastle. Okay. Uh, yeah, Newcastle Brown. Uh, this refers to people who say they are going to walk the dog, <laughs> but are really going out for a beer. Another nickname for the beer is Nuki Brown. That's, so that's fun. That's a little fun fact. I could I'm just hear... I'm going out for a pint of a dog, honey. I want to ask Alex at the Rose. <laughs> oh my God. And yeah. be like... Did you ever go out to walk the dog? And he'd be like, I'm going to fucking tell you. Yeah. Let me fucking tell you about walking the dog, all right? <laughs> so this one time, me and me fucking mate, we're out there. That guy has a trip. Did we never talk you to him? You need to get Alex on the show. Oh, oh my fun. God. It'd be really <laughs> fun to have him on. He's a talker, too. He is like... And he has so many... Opinions. And like, he, if you saw him there when you're by yourself and he's by yourself and you'll make eye contact, you never would have ever thought in a million years that this man... Was a talker. No, oh, yeah, and totally. like when you get him going, if like when you like whenever I like I'll go to the bar, and I'll order my beer and I'll sit in the corner for like fifteen minutes and not say a word to anybody and just like mess around on my phone, and then I'll look up and I'll just finally say hi, hey Alex, what how you doing? What the fuck are you doing? How are you? Like mm-hmm. and then and then you're in and then yeah. next thing you know like you're He's in like some on. crazy deep conversation about something awesome. Yep, it only takes him like four minutes to loop you into that wormhole. And he's, I love observational commentary with him about people. Yeah. Like, we'll sit in the corner and just judge people. And it's so much better when you're judging with someone who has a British accent. That as well. And, yeah. And he's from Newcastle. He's <laughs> from Newcastle. I'm like, where are you from? He's like, oh, I'm from Newcastle. He's like, I want to tell people my name is Eric. <laughs> just fucking for the hell of it. He's like, <laughs> he, he told this one kid his name was Teddy. And he's like, he's like, everybody was calling you Alex. He's like, that's not my name. My name's fucking Teddy. <laughs> the entire time. It's fucking great. That's and he looks like Ben Ben Kingsley, so and everybody's like always giving that that That's little so good. Uh so yeah, he's such a He's a dignified dude though. I like I've always there's an air of respect around that man. He does great work. He's a he's a carpenter and uh, he works hard and he drinks and he hangs the fuck out and he talks a lot of shit. That but is it's life. great. Yeah, such is life. Such is life. Uh, he's a fucking super cool person to talk to. But yeah, he's from Newcastle, so I thought that was kind of fun. Of just like, I want to ask him if he walked the dog at all. Yeah. Just being like, Wait, is this a have, real term? Do you have more trivia questions? These are great. I do. I have I have a bunch, actually. I mean, I have two with me at the moment, so. But I have a whole. So the, I have are a game. Be, are they beer specific? Because that yes. was great. Well, the game is Beer Nerd. Oh, God. We need to get that for Ale Arsenal. Yeah, so what you do is a blind tasting game. So you write down the tasting notes and the hops and all that shit you're tasting. So you have like three IPAs. Flashcards. Exactly what it kind of is. And then what you do is you do you go around the board and people, you talk about the beer 
and you, you like so basically like if we had like three pale ales right and had like Sierra Lagunitas and then another random pale ale you do tasting notes on it so you, you drink and, you're, and you, you write down uh, what you thought each time and then you go put them away and then somebody's like okay now we go around the board and they're like based on your your answers you should be able to pick out what from your tasting notes what you thought that beer was like Oh, this is definitely the Lagunitas. It's a little sweeter. I bet I could do it. You know, I, I want to say... Not to be I wanna, too full of myself. No, no, I want to say yes, but I have people like Rob and anybody else who drinks a Sierra every single day get it wrong. Well, I, I dislike Sierra Pale Ale, so I'm more inclined it could be anything, to remember totally. what I dislike more than what I like because I have... I'm kind of like a beer garbage disposal. Like, I will drink anything craft and anything fresh, and I will pretty much enjoy it. Like, I I found that the way that my beer, like, my, my beer thinking goes is that once I find a brewery that I really like, I enjoy their interpretation of any style. Even if it's a style I typically might not seek out on my own. Like, I am not a big Belgian or lager drinker. No, I'm not a big Belgian drinker. But I... I, this I is technically my... a Belgian ale. What we're drinking. This is based off of uh, yeah. For the sour, the sours are a Belgian. So sours, which is the cu- the cuvee the funny Jacobin. Thing is, uh, don't do you hear often when people come into the bar? They're like, oh, sours. That's the new thing. And in the yes. back of my head, I'm like, nope. This is one of the oldest things. Like yes. this is it's like been one of the longest, for a very very long time. Like, <laughs> when I say that, I'll say that it's just getting popular now. But it's this the is, new trend. Yes, but this is like but it's not even the new trend. But either. to even suggest that like this style is a new thing oh, yeah, to no. me is just an it's ignorant. I'm like, this is yes. just you're just saying something to say it because you think well they don't they're learning. So that's the thing about right. other and people then, too that are learning something. They're like. They're just getting into a certain thing, and it's just like anybody else getting into something. They want to talk about it. They want to try, and, and like they wanna, it's, yeah, they want to go with I'm it. Not, I would never like, I would never make someone feel bad for wanting to try. And like the better, and the best thing it. is yeah. if, if they feel the need to tell me that while I'm working, and then they want to try a couple sours and find one they like. Then sure, I'll. I don't really, I don't really care that you have no idea like how long this beer has been around. Like I want you to buy one and I want you to enjoy one at the end of the day. But I just get, I've been so jaded by so many stupid questions in my lifetime that when I hear, when I hear just like, I should, it should just roll off my back and most times it does. But every now and then I'll just, I'll just be like, I don't have time for this extra stupidity today, so I'm yeah, not... Yeah, it's a definitely a different, like, day. You're I'm, like, no. I don't have enough customer service juice left in me. I need, <laughs> to, re- I need to recharge. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, the, my friend Tara, uh, back home uh, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, we work together at a bar, and she is, like, one of the queens of sours, and she loves... And this was, like five or over five years ago now and they were coming around like then five years ago which is like she was just like you need to try the sour and i was like okay and i was like i fucking hate that's it. what i'm I saying like, i can't tomorrow. do it i can't do it when we get our imperial howley punch in yeah. for alvarado street mm-hmm. it is a imperial kettle sour with pog passion fruit orange guava and it is the best sour. Guava. That people, a lot of people are doing guava oh, now too. Oh my god. And passion fruit. Passion fruit and guava are the 
I two ingredients that I had that never realized up. that I had never actually eaten a passion fruit. Oh, no? Until no? I went to Hawaii last year. And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. this literally tastes like sour beer. This yep. is sour. This is like the yep. ultimate passion fruit sour beer flavor on earth. Definitely. Oh, my God. I had, yeah. It was like a, like a fucking earth-shattering experience for me. That I was like, how is it that I have loved this fruit for so long and never had one on its own? I had, yeah, I had a uh, chef like... You know, put some 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 passion fruit into some different mixes of random things. I was like, "Ooh, that's fucking tasty," because you get like this little burst of, of passion fruit. It's kind of like an arrow, like, yeah. like, uh, like, like a pomegranate one. Yeah, it's yeah got those, little pomegranates. They're little bursty balls yep. of just like yep. juicy, just unbelievably Whoa, tart and wonderful. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, that was cool, nice." Oh my goodness, imperial kettle sours are a very interesting. So most people think sour and they think, yes, there's an active strain of yeast or bacteria and it takes time to cultivate that between two and nine months on any given time. Most of of the time it's aged in a wine or an oak barrel, but kettle sours are essentially cooking the sour flavor and they only take about two weeks. Yeah, some of them are coming out really quickly because the the real average sour takes six months to a year just to ferment. Exactly. But these new ones, they're they're adding the acidity to it. That's why the brewery, the beer that we, one of the the breweries that we love, those beers, so they have two tiers of clubs that you can buy into. It's the Reserve Society and the Hoarder Society. Mm -hmm. And they don't make... Like, these beers take such a long time to make. They come out on a schedule. Every nine months, every ten months, once a year. Yeah. For Black Tuesday, Mocha Wednesday, Tart of Darkness, some of these sours. Some of them are produced on a regular scale, and you can find them all the time now. Yes. But, Tart of Darkness is probably the best yes. one you can find. And which reuse. is a really good one to get you into sours, It's, it's in my opinion. And it's probably the only... That is, a, that is a sour porter, and it is 90% sour yeah. and 10% porter. Exactly. But people get, like, still... They get all tripped up about seeing a sour that's jet black. Alvarado Street did an imperial kettle porter sour with raspberry, which was phenomenal. Anything with raspberry, I mean, I love oh raspberries. Oh my gosh! But it was like a cherry cola sour. On when you because when you add that dark roasted malt, it gives a little bit more of a tan, like the way a cabernet, like a big sticky cabernet has those tannins that leave your like the corners yeah. oh, of yeah. your mouth pursed from the inside. Yeah. And these that's why these sours make such good food beers. And they're I mean, nuances aside, these beers are intentionally sour kombuchas without tea. Yes. The process is it, the lines are so blurry. If you like it's kombucha, easy to say it's the you same. probably would definitely love a sour for so sure. So the texture that, and that that flavor and yeah. those beers and those drinks are so good with food because what it's the same thing that happens with wine why there's like wine and cheese pairings are a science and an art because and, and so one, the, one of the guys yesterday asked me about a, a pairing for beer and I'm not I don't That's one of my favorite things that's why I want to yeah, open a, a brewery and a I restaurant. I'm not good at pairing things like because I'm like you I wanna know, I wanna make a menu that does beer pairings and to, suggests beers for each item of food on the plate. We used to do that at the that was the thing, like I said, back in Pennsylvania we had a king room. So there was a designated room for like it was a king's table and everybody would sit around it for big groups that paired food and beer together. And it was a lot of Belgians and 
the guy, the, the owner, Belgians Larry. Are good food beers, though. So the owner, Larry, takes all these trips everywhere for beer. He's like, he has a little, yeah, he has a little beer, like, he has a, he has a bar, you know, after his name and everything. It's just called uh, Porter's. His last name is Porter. That's a great fucking last name for a beer yeah. guy. Yeah, and that's his name. His last name is Porter. So he, he has a, uh, a bar, and um, I, I used to work for him and his, his girlfriend, uh, which is the bar that I used to work at in Pennsylvania. But they he takes a lot of trips everywhere. Like, uh, Columbia is a new... In South America is all his new favorite spots. But Dude, he's been going for markets. years. But he's been going for years to, like, Belgium and Spain and all the European, like, countries just to to gather information and to, like, trace. Like, oh, you gotta try this. We're putting that... We're trying that. And he's like, we're gonna pair this with this kind of food. Like, that was, like, his thing. His thing was pairing the shit out of beers with food and that's kind of his life and he I mean I thought it was great I just I was just new to it at the I, time I mean we so don't I, see that often though even here no even here we don't and see it they do much. it at Russian River like like every like they do a pizza beer pairing so every like pizza with a different topping they'll suggest like a different thing on their on their on their food menu yeah but I can't think of the last time I was in a restaurant or a brewery or a bar in that the Bay Area to, and I saw pair. like that form of like that in you know that compatibility that that marrying of the two in front of your face in print which is why like I mean I love the bar I'm at like I've loved every bar I've ever worked at no matter what's ever happened there like that's just I, mean, I don't. This one is great. I've, I've just been in, in general because of the stuff that's going on there. Yeah, but I've been in this industry forever, the service industry. Like I've done every form. I've worked in bagels. I've been a hostess. I've been a server. I've been a line cook. I've done pizza delivery. I've done everything on the planet. And like I just, I go to school for other stuff. I do other things, and I can't help myself. Like this is the, this is where, I, this is what I want to do. And my ultimate goal and what I've been working on is this business plan for a brewery farm-to-table restaurant somewhere yeah. in somewhere that needs it like Campbell or Redwood City I mean California or, needs it so anywhere in the Bay Area yeah. that you do it will be we'll like work, you said that, will flo- people will flock but that needs to happen like it come. needs like you build like, it everything's exactly everything will be different every time <laughs> yeah and I'm trying like if if Ale Arson if we had the space to do a full kitchen there and if we were able to have you know, That's the thing. Open the facility. If, if the if, the yeah, facility that place, is that place does what it does the perfect way, and it really can't do anything else, which is fine because San Carlos needs a place that is beer only. That How, so I haven't I haven't been there yet, obviously, because I, I don't know why. But why do you think that um, Alpha Acid could do it? They don't have again space. Space that place small. Well, all the space, if they ever get any more, is going to be going to producing more beer, which means more tanks. Oh, for sure, yeah, totally. Okay, um, makes sense. They, you know, they do food trucks. There's a taco truck usually, mm-hmm. like, so you can get food, but it's not. It's just not the it's, same. Like, as, you're not. You're not going to see as, a food and beer tasting menu. Yeah. You know, and I had a we had a good idea long a while ago. Me and Rob did was on the same wave of the brewery farm to table stuff. And we thought it would be fun if we like actually were able to grow if we had like a, a a farm area to grow our own vegetables and everything. I mean, you think and lead the customers yeah. with a little basket to pick their own produce, oh, that would be so cool. and being like, "This is exactly what you're getting it might in not, your food." It might have to be like a 
couple days a week or once a week. It depends how much space you have. But that reminds me yeah. of at AT&T Park, that area they have in the outfield now called the Garden. Huh. So it they it's a massive area and it's probably my favorite thing in any ballpark around and they have a vegetable garden there and they do like like fresh tomato soup and like when it's like 50 degrees in the yeah. middle of the oh, night totally, and the yeah. game's going long like yeah, you, there's nothing better than a like a fresh hot pint cup to sip on of like heirloom tomato bisque yeah and it it's it, I think it's like in its second or third year now. Really? Okay. They have a little beer garden out there. and oh, like, that's sick. And then it's called, like, the area itself is known as that garden. And then there's food vendors on both sides of it that, like, basically surround it. And everything that is made there is grown in the garden. Yeah. And there's, like, a net over it so you won't get hit with a fly ball. It's fucking awesome. Or home is, run, I guess. Or, if, yeah. it's, if it's going over over there, Yeah, because you're run. on that side. It's yeah. a home run. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that's that. That's yeah. the outfield. What a great-ass fucking park. That's Your how AT&T baseball park works. is fun. I know. I love that park. Does, I don't even care if you don't like the Giants. No, I love like, the Giants. I mean, yeah. Just the anybody park. Anybody out baseball, there. Like, yeah, just... My cousin is, like, jaded. He hates the Giants, but he loves the park. So he's, like, an ace, diehard Ace fan. He, like, yeah, that's constant ba- banter. Oh, yeah. Al's like... Nope, go see Jade. Nope. Nope. Don't come here. You should get Al. Oh, I'm done. You should get Al on this show. You probably say like only five words. Yeah. Yeah. But see, no. When you get to know Al, he's actually probably one of the coolest people. Like, he's very cool fucking people. And yeah, I feel like he gets like a weird rap sometimes. When that man decides to smile at you, it's like a like a beam of sunshine blasted yeah. at your face he's it is super glorious cool. he's super cool now you gotta laugh man we're if, talking about drinking hams too because he's got the hams going now because oh he's because he lives in san diego or um sorry uh san jose now because he moved he was living in the same house for 50 years Damn. 50 fucking years he had that and there was a thing you know with his family that he had to move so they bought another house or uh a condo thing in san jose so now he has to take the train, do some random stuff, which is actually it's good for him, actually, yeah. in my opinion, anyway. Uh, and he seems to be adjusting pretty well. He's like, oh, I, I got the train, I go, go down, and, you know, I hang out, I, I go to this one bar, and close in time, I get the hams. That's all I get, get the hams. You get a shot, you know, about this big, you get a shot, bam, fuck these hams, and I'm down. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love Al. He's the man. He's the fucking man. He is the man. I just dude. love talking to that guy. He's just a blast to even work with. I haven't seen him in so long. I don't. I don't come in when he works anymore. The first time I worked with him, he didn't talk to me. No oh, time. I'm sure. You know what? I now, noticed. Yeah. Now it's. I notice this sometimes. I'll do that when I'm bartending and like. You get to know me. I'm. I'm kind of quiet. But I've. I've known you for so much longer. Like this is the first person that I've ever bartended with that I've been like friends with for as long as I've been friends with you before we work together. Yeah, before so we work together. Like, yeah, so I don't, I don't it comes gotta get the, to know you. I already right. know you. Like Usually it comes you know, into the opposite, right? We know <laughs> That's the thing. We know each other's mannerisms. Yeah. Like we know each other's humor. Like yeah. we know that we're gonna if whatever the fuck we say to each other, we're not gonna offend each other. Yeah. Definitely. And like I have a couple of coworkers and I love them to death. And they're all of the bartenders are fantastic. But there's some people I am so quiet with when I work, and like I just. I'm like that too, cause like when I work, I'm, I'm quiet, and I I don't know if I give off a different vibe, and I'm not trying to. It's just I'm just kind of processing things. Do you have any good stories yet from Al Arsenal? 
Like, have you, has, there, has there have, anything that's, like, really surprised you? or like? Any, I mean, any, only the first time I ever worked there. <laughs> the first time when I met that guy that I was my, Rand, my, my idol. Randy? No, 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 not Randy. <laughs> the first time I met Randy, he was everything I expected that you already explained to me. And I was like, <laughs> yep, I know that guy. Yeah. It's him. Part of the bar. And... The, the thing the thing about part of the ship part yeah. of the crew and, and the thing about his crude humor it's like I understand, I understand you know where he's coming from I, I, I get it I have all those old fathers and, and he uncles he likes to and, tell all the other bartenders all the yeah. male bartenders oh man he told me you that, know you need to wear tighter pants the ladies love that yeah which is funny as fuck have you have you heard his joke that he uh, about well he tells the, a joke the, ten times okay. if he feels like you no one's laughed enough at it's it it's true have you heard the one with the the three wives I might have told it before to Maybe. you. Maybe. I'm not sure. Okay, I'll, I'll tell I'll briefly tw- yeah. tell. Yeah. It. It'll be This quick. sounds like a good Randy story. This is a good story. Randy, Randy oh, story no. with the setup. So he has this joke and he's like, yeah, so this guy gives each... He, he's in love with three girls. <laughs> but he's not really sure which one to pick, right? Okay, so he gives each one of them $5,000 to spend... And he'll see which one comes out the best, right? And like which, who spends yeah, the like money who, on what's the most interesting? Yeah, oh exactly. God. So he's like, you know, the one the one buys all these really fancy things for herself. And she's like, look how beautiful you've made me. I bought this and that. And, you know, you were able to make me shine, you know, polish up for what you were would be attracted to and everything. And then I want to be look my best. And I want to feel the best for you. So this is what I got. And he's like, oh, that's wonderful. That's so amazing. And then the second one does, she buys everything for him. She gives him, uh, you know, DVD players, CD players. You know, she buys him trips. They go on vacations. They do everything. She's like, I just want to please you. I don't want to give you money to see what makes happen. And, you know, all that kind of jazz. And so then the, and he was like, oh, that's, that's wonderful. I love trips. I love gifts. I'll, I'll take out that kind of shit. And then the third one, she's like, well... I kind of just gave it away, you know, or she, no, she's like, I invested it into stocks and bonds and all this other stuff. So I made us actually double the amount and almost triple. So here's your $5,000 back and we're going to have a great life because I'm investing your money. And this is what is amazing about us. Like I can take us to the next level and you're going to love what we have. Now, which one did he pick? I mean, my head tells me the third one, but... But this is a Randy joke, so think. But this is a Randy joke. So tell so me. Probably the second one. No? You know uh, which one he picked? The first one? The one with the big tits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Of course. That's what I'm saying. I can just... That's nothing to do I with the joke. I can just see his whiskered smile, that grin, just waiting for so... It oh took him so... God. I was like... I was there for like 20 minutes listening to this joke and I was like, it was slow. And then if someone doesn't laugh enough, he'll just go to another part of the bar and tell the yeah. same joke louder. Like last oh summer God. when we had the AC cranked, it gets so cold in the bathroom because it is always, the door's always closed and when the AC blows in a place with no filtration, it just gets cold and he goes, yeah. I swear to God, I heard this joke, this joke 20 times in one day and he would come out of the bathroom and you'd go to some random person at the bar and say, hey, they have the AC down so low in the bathroom and you take your dick out to pee and it's just it's too small and you can't pee. And then he looks around and he smiles at everyone, yeah. waiting for someone to laugh and no one laughs. And then he uh. just goes to the front of the bar and he says the same joke. Yeah. And then he goes, hey, Jackie, you know, the AC's down so low in the bathroom that when I take my dick out, it's too small and I can't pee. Again, I'm like, yes, Randy. Uh, and We've heard. We get it. Oh, I know. Yes, yes. But it's we worked... 
We worked yesterday. Did you catch that he came into the <clears> bar <throat> and he was like, I don't know your schedule. I can't keep up. I didn't know you were working today. And he no, because then he left to get you. And then he left to get you something. And he had he had a uh, bunch of French pastries. Yeah. He's like, I didn't think you'd be here today. I gotta go home. And he came home and came back with a bunch of pastries for me. <laughs> I, was, I was like, so that, so he, that that's where that guy is. That's why we call him Uncle a Randy. Fun, yeah. Which he's like a, a really. He's our crude f- Uncle Randy. But he's such a sweetheart. You know what I mean? That's, oh, that's the yeah. thing about it. He's such a, a bear of a sweetheart. He that says so much fucked up shit, but he is one of the no, nicest men on the planet. And he's a musician. Uh, you learn such random a things musician. about this guy. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I, I don't want to... I, I, I can't even say anything bad about him because he has such a good heart and such a good thing. What oh, comes no. out of his mouth? It's all out of love. I mean, that's the that's the fucking the pirate talk. I mean, yeah. that's that's the way that's people just are. Me? That's well, just I have a foul fucking mouth. That's just a bonus. Like you, that's yeah. that's that's stuff to enjoy. Yeah, if you catch it, yeah, he, he's he's there for the entertainment, and he's there to, do, to say who he is, and he fucking does his thing, and he's a, a really good character. He really like, is. Yeah. You know, we we had a t-shirt and a beer after him because every. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Every time he'd come into the bar. He likes to do half pours of like everything because he is, wants. Is alpha, is alpha acid brewing that? Uh, we usually brew it for um, the anniversary, which will be like mid July. No, okay. mid, uh, end of June, and then we always brew it for SF Beer Week. But I don't. I think they'll probably brew it again. It's not being brewed at the moment. There's other stuff happening, but it's going to be called the final final, right? Final it's final, so, and because it's a, this, a strong. It's a thirteen. Per, no, it's a thirteen percent triple IPA. Oh, and it tastes like an eight percent double IPA, and it is so good. Shit. It doesn't taste like alcohol at all, and it's fruity and hoppy, and it's, it's sorry, Pliny the Younger. This is the best triple that I yeah, had. That's the thing about the Younger. It's like every, it's everything's the hype. But this um, this is the new hype. This yes. is the Randy final final. Well, because hype. Randy would come into the bar and he tastes everything and he wants to finish he wants to finish his day of drinking off with one full pour of whatever the highest gravity, most like gut busting, like fourteen percent, whatever the thing is. Yeah. And he and you go, Well for my for my final beer I'll have this, but for my final final beer I'll have that. Exactly. So we brewed a triple IPA that was fucking amazingly smooth and delicious, but high it alcohol. Fuck. Like knocks you on your ass, like date like literally we wanted it to be the definition of dangerous. No, and yeah. That's what Final Final is. Whenever we brew final, it... Final Final is dangerous. Whenever yeah. we brew it, Which Randy great. parades around the bar and he just taps people on the shoulders. Hey, you know that beer's named after me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he just grins, so cool. yeah. just grins at him and some people look horrified and some people are like like stoked by it. And that's what you get. That's what you get. I mean, it's part it, of the experience. That's, that's how fucking legends are born. Right? Absolutely. Because nowhere else are you going to get that kind of legend. When it's over... And somebody says, I'm going to have a final, final, because nobody else talks like that. Nobody else says, I'm going to have, yeah, this will be my final beer. A bunch of my you know regulars what? I'm gonna do a, it now. I'm going to have a final, final. But that's the thing. It's like, that was his it's, thing. It's part of the culture. And that's where it comes in to make a legend of a beer that's a and a story. That's a great bar name. Yeah. Final, final? Yeah. The f- I'm wonder, having, I wonder I'm having, if where Kyle you going? Would I'm, let I'm me having beers at the final, final. I wonder if Kyle will let me name a bar that. Could be, could be a good beer. Or a good a good bar, or whatever, whatever, or if you're doing a brewery or something. Now I'm thinking, good brewery name too. The final final brewery. Dude, I have that final final full pint. Final final <laughs> full pint. Yeah, you only make you have if you have that kind of you name. Can you can only, only make, make strong high gravity beers. Beer. Yeah, only 
Anything under 10%, you're fucked. Like, you're not good. Anything under 10% is considered session. Yeah. All right, let's do a, let's do a little break. So we... Um, Let us break. Yeah, let's break. Rechill some yeah. more beers. Because we get... Uh, we'll do two more for the next round, because we're already over an hour. Yes. So we'll have... We'll, more ales. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned, motherfuckers, for this. Yeah. 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 